you're listening to a special edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. On this special edition, we are going to provide you with daily tales from the trail as we ride our bikes across the state of Iowa as part of the 18th annual Ragbri Route Inspection Team. Well, that's a wrap. Our pre-ride Ragbri Inspection ride is over. It's over. Oh my gosh. So, listeners, we are coming to you live from the back of a 15-passenger van. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully the sound quality is good. Um, our driver is keeping it pretty smooth. So hopefully you can understand everything that we're saying. Yeah. So we had just a fantastic day today from start oh to finish. Oh my gosh, yes. It'll be super memorable as you ride from Corville to Davenport on the tail end of Ragbri 50. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It was an epic day. It'll be an epic ride. Um, so let's dive right in. Yes. On Saturday, July 29th, you will ride from Coralville to Davenport, traversing 67.1 miles with 1,686 feet of climb. And the theme of this day is obviously Tire Dip Day. Yes. And a beautiful place for a tire dip. Um, actually, we get to see a lot of the Mississippi River today, which is yeah, pretty cool. It's a treat. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So uh, listeners may not know this, but Iowa City and Coralville are pretty much connected. I'm sure a lot of communities, um, maybe where you live, are similar. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you, you're in Coralville, you may not know when you go to Iowa City or vice versa. Yeah. So we got to explore both today. Yeah. But let's wind it back. We okay. have to talk about dinner last night. Oh my gosh. We have to talk about dinner you guys, last night. If anybody was looking at our social media, you already know, but we had a famous person come to our party. Yeah. We had a little, at the celebration dinner for the evening, uh, they invited Caitlin Clark of the Iowa Hawkeyes women's basketball team yeah. to the dinner. Number 22. Yeah. She is like a celebrity across the United States. I mean, she's a fabulous basketball player. I mean, she's, I mean, without, for me, without question, the best women's basketball college player at, of all right now. Yeah. And a yeah. funny, she, somebody asked her if she, you know, rides bikes. Oh, hey, do you want to do rag bry? And then she goes, oh, I have a story about biking. And then she was like four years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let's yeah. just say that she's, well, biking is not her thing. Look, I want her to save her uh, legs for basketball. Yes. So she's excused. Yes. But she was really, really awesome. She took pictures with everyone who wanted a picture, signed things for everyone who wanted things signed. Yeah. Um, she was so sweet and kind and then stayed and had dinner with us. So yeah. it and was a, awesome. And a huge shout out to Josh Schomberger and his team at Think Iowa City. Um, he, he nailed it as yeah. far as yeah. getting... Um, us into town and police escorts and yeah just the whole the they're going to be over like well there's no such thing as being overly prepared for right right but they they have done it more than once it's right? a well-oiled machine yes um, but the other thing I'll say about if you see the pictures on social media of Caitlin Clark that I posted it's probably a little bit you can tell there's a joke going on and the joke is that it was Scott Olson's birthday and Scott Olson is a pre-writer who is a massive cyclone fan <laughs> yes. and so for his birthday he got a Hawkeye birthday cake and to meet Caitlin Clark <laughs> and some sort of bet about burning all his cyclone clothes but that's right yeah, well, I, yeah. we don't know much yeah. about that so anyway so that was it was really funny and he was a great sport and he's a Hawkeye now 
So yeah, yep. yes. All right. So to start our day, we wo- we had such a great night. It was hard to even sleep, but then we woke up and we rode our bikes. 2.8 miles to Iowa City and like you said it's there's no real delineation mm-hmm. unless you have seen it on the map mm-hmm. um, it kind of feels like one to the other but we rolled our bikes right up a big hill and into Kinnick Stadium Kinnick Stadium which is the home to the Iowa Hawkeyes as far as uh, football so yep. um, pretty cool treat that we get to see both the Cyclone Stadium and the Hawkeye Stadium yeah so that was really so awesome I mean it was just right up there where you would hope it would be for the Ragby 50 celebrations. Yes, and I assume the same will happen when um, you know real Ragby comes through. Uh, Herky, the mascot, was there jumping around and doing all kinds of fun things. Yeah, in fact, he rode one of our pre-rider spikes, and it was really fun. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, a long, maybe not a long-standing, several years, a tradition has been born uh, when we go to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes play football at the end of the first quarter um, the University of Iowa Children's Hospital is situated just behind the stadium so all of the kids that are in the hospital um, will be at wheeled in or will come to the window and everyone in the stadium turns around and does what's called the wave. Yeah. So we got to do that today. Yeah. So we waved at the children in the hospital um, and it was always so meaningful and so cool to be just a little part of it, even though it wasn't a football game. Yeah. But I hope they were up there and appreciated it. Oh, and, man. Yeah. Uh, it was just nice to think about the kids up there and like what they're going through and, you know, appreciate them yes, for a minute. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you can google about the wave it's like known nationally now um and it's a really important they do a lot of fundraising for it too but anyway so from kinnick it was a fairly short roll one epic hill but then we ended up at old capital yeah the old capital so first of all we've been this will be our 10th visit to iowa city so we've been there many times so you're right well well machine yeah but um iowa city was the second capital of the iowa territory after burlington and the first capital of the state of iowa so we will go from the current state of iowa our capital of iowa to the former capital of iowa from des moines to iowa city so that's kind of a cool other like the stadiums we have matching and we also have the capitals matching so that's kind of neat yeah um so you'll see the old capital when you bike into town it's unmistakable um and it's also iowa city is obviously home to the university of iowa one of the nation's top public universities um it's the home of the iowa writers workshop where ray bradbury flannery o'connor jane smiley kurt vonnegut and more have studied and i also have to say gene wilder also went to the university of iowa really Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yep and myself (laughs) <laughs> so yeah they, we had we had a great breakfast there good donuts um it was just a nice stop to get us on our way yes definitely and then we hit the road um we went oh gosh i think it was about 18 miles and ended up in west liberty that's right and this will be our seventh visit to west liberty so they're going to be just a killer second breakfast stop yes they were um giving us samples Actually, they were full size, uh, promoting a, a, a product that they're going to sell. And I don't think I've ever seen this. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a hit. But they call it a banana crunch wrap. Banana crunch wrap. Yeah. yeah. It's you- like literally a banana with uh, on a tortilla uh-huh. with honey, peanut butter, granola. Yeah. It, so it gave you a little bit of crunch, some sweetness, and then a banana. Going to be like great for protein and just getting you hyped up to keep riding yep you heard it here first the banana crunch wrap it's the way to go 
Uh, yeah, they big, were very filling. Big thumbs up. Yeah, huge thumbs up. Yep, yep. So we really liked West Liberty. It's a great stop, um, and we're on our way. We are on our way. Next stop is Muscatine, yeah, which I believe is the lunch stop, right? That's right. It is our meeting town for the day. And it will also be our seventh visit to Muscatine. Mm. Um, so it was an old trading post from back in the 1800s. And in the 1840s, from the 1840s to the Civil War, Muscatine had Iowa's largest African-American community. Mm. So it's really cool to have um, a diverse location to stop for the day. Um, yes. And it's still diverse now. Mm-hmm. Um, there were um, the main people that were at the African-Americans that lived in Muscatine back in the day were fugitive slaves who traveled up the Mississippi into a free state. So it was kind of cool. It's nice that it's a um, haven. And there's a, I'm not going to go into it too much, but there's a really notable person named Alexander Clark Sr. And he was an extremely cool um, African-American leader in the community. So I encourage you to look him up. Hmm. But Muscatine is also known as the Pearl of the Mississippi due to its pearl button manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And it's also known as the watermelon capital of the world. Watermelon? We didn't even get any. I know. I'm sure on Real Ragbury they'll have plenty of it. Yeah, they better. And it's also right along the river. So this is like your first glimpse of the mighty Mississippi and we'll kind of see it throughout the rest of the route. Yeah. Um, there's a really beautiful sculpture called Mississippi Harvest that's right on the river Ooh. that you should check out. Yep. And it says it's dedicated to the men and women who made Muscatine, the pearl button capital of the world. Oh, very good. Yes. The world. Yep. The whole wide world. And I believe they still make the buttons there today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, different pearl buttons that you have on your Western shirts. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was a really great lunch stop. We had lunch in a fancy hotel. Yes. Um, way up on the sixth floor, and there was a view of the river, and it was very cool. But there's going to be a lot of vendors there for you to choose from. Yep. Yep. You don't have to go fancy. Right. <laughs> Um, from there, it was a uh, fairly long stretch to Buffalo. And correct me, AP, if I'm wrong, but is this our first time to Buffalo? This is our very first time to Buffalo. And I have said on previous podcasts, this is a new Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. They're really, really, really welcoming. Um, it's a beautiful ride to Buffalo. It's yes. a beautiful location. I know Muscatine's on the river, but I really encourage you to keep riding because it's so worth it to go. And there's a huge buffalo sculpture that you need to get up into the grass and get your photograph taken from. Yeah, and buffalo was named after Buffalo, New York. Oh, interesting. So we had some really tasty lemonades on our way in uh, to town, and they were raising money for both the town and for the children's hospital. So it was fun to kind of tie it all in that that way. Mm and it was called Lily's Easy Peasy Lemon Squeezy Lemonade. So uh, I would highly recommend that you stop by and visit Lily. Mm-hmm. And then we divided and conquered. There's two bars in the town. Yes. And so we went to the beach bar and it was great. Yes. And then there was another bar, which na- I don't know the other name of the bar, but it was also allegedly extremely good. But I will say at the beach pub, the bartender, I think she was the owner. She's been there for many, many years. She was not afraid of the crowds that are coming her way. Yeah. Oh, she was ready. Yeah, she was totally ready. We were trying to give her advice about like pre-mixing the lemonade so that it was ready to mix with the vodka later. And she's like, no, no, no. I already bought the mix (laughs) or like the container. (laughs) She's already got it on order. So she was ready to go. Um, So it was really neat to see. Uh, And then from there, we traveled on in to Davenport. Oh, my gosh. It was just over in such a a flash. Beautiful, beautiful pedal in. I mean, at this point, you're going to be so proud of yourself that you've, you know, 
traversed 500 miles across Iowa. Yeah. Lots of elevation, lots of porta potties, lots of, uh, I won't spoil my hill rep- or my crop report, but yeah. lots of corn and soybeans. <laughs> yeah. But you've made it. Yeah. Or you we made, made it. That's how we felt today. We made it to Davenport and they, what a welcome it was. We yes. had a beautiful dip site right where the radish will be dipping on Ragbri. Yep. And they had Whitey's ice cream sandwiches. Oh my gosh, they were so good. So Whitey's is an ice cream shop that is um, in Davenport. And I think it's actually expanded to other communities, yeah. uh, at least across Iowa. But it is was started in Davenport. My favorite, uh, Whitey's ice cream is a scoop of banana ice cream and a scoop of cookie dough ice cream. Ooh. It is so good. Just believe me. Just do it. Huh. Yep. It's right. so good. Anyway. Um, and they also had little shots of bourbon and I'm not sure what kind of bourbon it was, but it was so appreciated Yes, and so tasty. Yes. And I've never had bourbon and ice cream in the same sitting, <laughs> yeah. but for some reason it was refreshing Look, and delicious. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> I had bourbon with a, a chaser of Powerade. <laughs> yes. Actually I did too. I had yeah. a, a blue Powerade. And actually I think this is a good chance to just say thank you to the Atlantic Bottling Company for giving us Powerade, uh, Powerade Zero, uh, Diet Coke, Coke, Fresca, all sorts of different beverages, uh, iced tea mm-hmm. that powered us as we went across the state. And thank you to Big Grove for powering us with their beer all oh week. Oh my gosh, I am a new fan of Citrus Surfer. Ooh, it was I so love that. good. Yes, it's zesty and refreshing. And of course, Tailwind, which will be the kind of the official beer of Ragbri. You'll see that hopefully everywhere. Yeah, which comes in a distinctive golden can. And Easy Eddie, which sometimes has a golden can within the package. Oh, so you could win a free jersey, you right? You could win a free jersey if you find a can, golden can of Easy Eddie in your packaging. Okay. So, yeah. But it was just awesome to have um, a beer once in a while, a icy, cold, refreshing beer sure. when you need it on the side of the road. So yep. thank you so much to Big Grove for always supporting us. It was so refreshing, and it was just so nice to have a little shot of caffeine every once in a while mm-hmm. with the Diet Coke. So uh, much appreciated. Yes. Um, do you have a hill report that you want to give the listeners? Absolutely. There were nine hills today, and they were nothing but a thing. Yes. Well, we, yeah, but at this time, everyone's pros. Yeah. Well, and there were none that were, none of them were really big hills, in my opinion. There was a lot of rollers. Mm-hmm. There was maybe one hill where we didn't have a big run up to it, but it was short and it wasn't super steep. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people think of going to the river towns and up and down and up and down and up and down in giant hills, but it really, we got most of our hills out of the way earlier in the day. Yes. And then as we were riding along the Mississippi, it was mostly flat. Yes. And as far as a crop report, um, same same thing you've heard all week, corn and soybeans. But I loved today because we followed the Mississippi the whole way. Yeah. So there would be times when um, you could see the river. Other times it was just like nice. And actually, I think I was riding next to you at one point, Andrea. We went through a place on the road there where there were trees. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, we have shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a treat. I mean, yeah. it was great. And, you know, I even noticed some like marshy wildlife and some uh, just like hay type fields as well today. So it was a little bit different as yep. you head to the Mississippi. Yep. And uh, we discussed earlier on a, um, earlier this week on one of our episodes uh, to talk to Matt Fippen about things like, you know, that gravel section, which I think maybe people are thinking about. Um, and I can't remember the other thing that was kind of a, um, we're getting a lot of questions about. But anyway, he promised us that he would be on next week's episode. So we'll be talking to him um, and asking him the hard questions, you know, who knows what he will provide us with, <laughs> you know, 
Matt knows the route inside and out. Yeah, so it'll yeah. be a good uh, good episode. Yeah, he's worked hard to make sure that the route is safe just from A to Z, even the gravel section, yeah. which I think is not a big deal. But he can confirm or deny. It. He's a gravel rider himself. Yeah. He'll be able to go into it. And the reasons why we have to ride that or get to ride that. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So that, I'm looking forward to that. But overall, what a fantastic week. Oh, it was, my gosh. I'm always so lucky to get to spend the week with my friends and coworkers and Ragbri family and my literal family because my mom was on the crew and <laughs> uh, it was just so special to get to do this and check out the Ragbri route for you to make sure that it's all uh, safe and the talents are ready and we are good to go for Ragbri 50. Yes and I also want to give a shout out to the crew because yeah. you know on real Ragbri um, you know the streets are full of bikes and very few cars if any but when we do this pre-ride inspection, it's just normal day as, you know, traffic as usual. Yeah. So we had a lot of extra help with helping us figure out when we should turn. Yeah. Because even simple things like, you know, on Real Ragbri, there's signs that say, right. you know, turn here that are, uh, I can't remember the name of your crew that does that. Yeah. Tanya and Maddie usually come out and mark the route for us. Yeah. yeah route markers. But so this year, um, our obviously for pre-ride, we don't have that, but... Even with GPX, it's really nice because mm -hmm. you have, they help control the traffic so that there's not a big car coming at us or yep. they sweep the gravel off the road. Um, we have one of our crew members who follows us, follows the final rider in the group to make sure that cars expect to see us. Yeah. Um, we also have a crew member who will check the GPX routes and make sure the GPS is correct and then note any trouble with the ground or the pavement. Yes. We also have crew members who, mar like we said, mark the corners. And then we have two crew members who help us with the luggage and with the hotels. Yes. Um, and I think we might might have hit all the crew members. But mm -hmm. it's just, and then most of the Ragbri staff that isn't at Ride the Rockies. So it was just really awesome to be out working as a team, getting ready for Ragbri. And yes. Um, yeah, it was just, just awesome all around. And I think um, we'll have plenty of more to come between now and actual Ragbri as far as telling you about, you know, parking and uh, just all the things that people think about with Ragbri. Um, packing. We'll yep, have to show the absolutely. packing video. Yep. Um, but make sure that you're going to the ragbri.com website because that's being updated all the time. And that's like your first place of resource yeah you know, even before social media yeah go there first because there's so much information yeah each of the overnight towns has their own section on the website where they post information uh to the minute so wow. it's ready to go okay um and i would also say check social media because most of these towns have handles on social and i have been tagging them in most of my posts so you can go check that out if you if you don't know how to look them up otherwise yeah yep all right well i think i am ready for a nap Yep, I need a big Powerade and then a nap. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll uh, talk again next week. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at just go bike podcast at gmail.com or you can also follow us on social media at just go bike on facebook twitter and instagram please rate review and subscribe to this podcast especially if you're a fan and if you have any extra time pop on over to the morphology podcast for more bike adventure interviews all right that's a wrap we'll be back next week until then just, just go bike, bike.